0: As one of Colorado's biggest rivals making a case to join the Pac-12, I'll talk about that and more on today's episode of Locked on Buffs. You are Locked on Buffs, your daily podcast on the Colorado Buffaloes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked on Bus. I'm your host, Kevin Borba. Today it is a solo show. Um, doesn't matter. We're talking Colorado State to the Pac-12, Colorado possibly getting a college game day at their first game um, against TCU, and the impact of their new hiring from Alabama's uh, Sal Sunceri. Um Sunsari, I believe I'm saying that correctly. Um, either way, I want to thank you guys for making Locked on bus your first listen of the day. Um, let's dive into it. First thing on the docket, Colorado State has been confirmed to be one of the candidates to join the Pac-12. So this whole Pac-12 expansion and media rights process, there's been a consensus as to who are the first two teams in, which are San Diego State, which San Diego State was immediately viewed as a Pac-12 team. As soon as USC and UCLA left, everybody knew that they wanted that Los Angeles or Southern, it's not really Los Angeles, Southern California market and San Diego State fits the bill smu kind of emerged um that was someone who i was writing about over at all cardinal Um, i thought the dallas market was a big get and just giving them access to texas was a huge get and then speculation began for the final two spots were they going to go with the unlv were they going to go with a boise state or a fresno state well turns out they won't um those three are out colorado state is apparently in though um the rams who Happened to be one of the Buffs' biggest rivals, uh, the Rocky Mountain Showdown. Could be a Pac-12 game eventually. Um, Colorado State fits the bill for what the Pac-12 is looking for. Um, they have a prominent market. Their market ranks number 16 in the country. And they also rank extremely high academically. And that is something that... Well, they rank higher than the other programs. That is something that the the Pac-12 is looking for. Um, they want media market, brand, and academics. And so Colorado State kind of brings... I would say two out of the three. I don't really know if their brand is as big as they would like to say it is, but they bring two out of the three. And so I think in terms of whether or not they'll make it to the Pac twelve, I'm not sure. Um, I think I think if they if they had more success in football these past few years or even in general, because they haven't had that much success in football as of late, um, I think they would have a better case. But as of right now, they are viewed as a candidate. Um and that was reported by John Conzano, I believe is how you say his name. Uh, he and he said Colorado State would be a curious possible addition as a new football stadium. It is a research university, which are both two things, the Pac-12 wants. But the Pac-12 already captures the, den- the Denver tel- television market with for Colorado with Colorado. For, excuse me. For that reason, he does not think it's legit. But hey. If the Pac-12 wants to expand to four teams, I kind of talked about it in an article yesterday. Obviously, you have the first two I mentioned, San Diego State, SMU. And then you have Colorado State, maybe, Tulane, um, Rice, who academically, they're one of the best programs in the country, football-wise and sports-wise in general. Not very competitive. Um, I think it would be fascinating to add the Rocky Mountain show down to the Pac-12. Um, I think Colorado has kind of, I don't say they've been the outsider of the Pac-12, but they came in from the Big 12. Everybody kind of had their established rivals already. They're Arizona's, Oregon, Oregon State. They have the Civil War, Washington, Washington State, Stanford Cal. It feels like Colorado's missing a a Pac-12 rival, if you will. And you could throw out a team, but it's not the same. It's not the same as an in-state rival. Um, I think Colorado and Colorado State playing in the Pac-12 together would be good for them, too. I'm not sure if it would bring the numbers that the Pac-12 would hope, But I think the Rocky Mountain Showdown being a Pac-12 game would be fascinating. Um, Just just to keep tabs on what has gone down in the last few Rocky Mountain Showdowns. Colorado has won the past five. Um, They they last met in 2019 um, from 2011. Or wow, let's see. They actually used to play every single year is what I'm gathering. 2000 2001 2002 so it has just been the past few years where they haven't played um they will play again this year uh that is one of the few wins that people are expecting from deon sanders and his new bunch um so yeah look out for the colorado state rumors to the pac-12 um also look out for the colorado rumors to the big 12 we'll address that tomorrow um but yeah colorado state to the pac-12 they have the market they have the academics <laughs> not sure if they have the brand but hey I think if you could kind of push that in-state rivalry narrative and kind of the Rocky Mountain showdown is going to be one of the premier rivalries in in the Pac-12. I think I think that's something worth watching. Um, before we move on to our next subject matter, you guys need to if you're looking for a delicious treat, you need to try Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little bit healthier. Um, We're all trying to. If you're like me where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then man, I've got just the thing for you. you got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious that you won't think they're good for you, perfect for your news resolution. What makes Built bars so good is, well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate, and they come in unbelievably, unbelievably, flavors unbelievable flavors excuse me like churro peanut butter peanut butter brownie and coconut almond i'm not sure how built does it but there's bar their bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros and what's even better is that they are healthy only 130 calories and four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein and now you don't need to wait around to get a box for years we've been talking about ordering your built bars at built.com now you could get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You could pick up a four bar, four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut pus. If you're close to a Sam's Club, run in and grab a thirteen bar box with our hit flavors: brownie bat, brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later. So go get your Built Bar. Go go start that that journey. It's never too late to get that New Year's resolution going. We're only we're only a couple months into the year. This is month three. and We're just. We're just three days in five days in whatever it may be. Doesn't matter. Um, let's let's get that. The new year's resolution going. Um, anyway, we're talking about must watch games. Obviously Colorado, Colorado state would be a must watch pac 12 game. I think it's going to be a must watch game regardless of where they which conference are in just because it's that in-state rivalry. I think people, especially in the state of Colorado, I think it means more to them than the people around the country would probably realize. So, I think it would be interesting to see that and how many people would watch that. But what we do know people will be watching is college game day. Um, we all wake up on Saturdays. Some of us who are in the the Pacific time zone, like myself, wake up and the college game day is basically over because it starts so early here. Um, but those on the East coast, central time, maybe in mountain time, you got a, an hour on me. Um, you guys wake up, you watch college game day. You got Lee Corso, you got Kirk Herbstreit um and they're just previewing the best games they go to a campus if you don't know um, they go to a campus kind of set up shop and preview that as the game of the week and 24-7 sports actually tabbed colorado as a potential um host for college game day week one and i think while i think it'll be a great matchup colorado's gonna have some great competition and i'm gonna make a pitch for why it should be colorado um for starters let me go over some of the, the top games that week. Uh, they have Florida State versus LSU, which is in Orlando. So them being at a neutral site kind of eliminates them, in my opinion. Florida at Utah, um, they had a great matchup last year that kind of derailed Utah's playoff hopes eventually um, just because they would end up dropping another game. Um, Florida was is without Anthony Richardson, though, who's been destroying it at the Combine, by the way. And Utah is returning a lot of key starters. Um, so that's interesting. It's in Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, I feel like Utah will get another chance, though. So, moving on. North Carolina versus South Carolina. The Battle of the Carolinas. Um, You got Drake May versus Spencer Rattler. Two up-and-coming programs that are kind of... um, I don't know how... They're both interesting. I don't know if they're college game day interesting, but they're both interesting. Um, It'll probably be a top-25 matchup. Um, It is in Charlotte which is also a neutral site ish game for them. It's pretty close to both of the campuses, It's right, like exactly in the middle. Um, So neutral site. So I'm kind of erasing them. Then you got West Virginia at Penn state. Um, They're separated by just 180 miles and they've met, they met nearly 60 times um, in the nineties. They haven't played since 1992 though. So that kind of may help their favor. Um, But West Virginia is down. They're a down program. Neil Brown's on the hot seat. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't foresee that happening. Boise State at Washington, maybe a few years ago. We'll call this the Chris Peterson Bowl. Um, oh, it's actually they're actually tabbing it as the Chris Peterson Bowl. Uh, I thought I made that up. I thought I was being creative. Um, either way, don't think Boise State will bring the the attention that most would like. And then there's Coastal Carolina at UCLA, who I don't think has a good chance. So, I think it's going to be a Pac-12 SEC battle. Well, Pac-12, SEC, Pac-12, Big 12 battle. Um, I think the biggest game that kind of could prevent them from getting it would be Utah, Florida, um, just because of how good that game was last year. It came down to, like, last-second play. Um, Cam Rising had a chance to win the game and threw an interception. Doesn't get as good as that. But I think Florida, while most people are hi- hyped about Billy Nape, excuse me, Wow. While most people are excited about Billy Napier, I think the the quarterback situation is enticing. I just think Florida's a big question mark. So I don't think they're going to get it. All the neutral side games, I don't think they'll get it because obviously you want to be on campus for the game and then just go directly to the stadium or wherever near the stadium. I don't think they want to be 30 minutes away from the stadium or whatever. So that leaves West Virginia at Penn State um which i don't think is going to happen um just because of the nature of where west virginia's program is boise state at washington i don't think i think college football fans would kind of be slightly upset um if boise state washington got it i just think there's a uh, a west coast bias and boise state isn't the brand that it, it it's still a big brand not the brand it once was and then coastal carolina at ucla is not doing it for me um i doubt it's doing it for that anyone else either um so I think because of the neutral site games and because of the current state of a couple of the other programs, I think Colorado has a legit shot um, at being a part of college game day, which will be at TCU. I don't know if I misspoke and said it was a home game for Colorado, but it's at TCU in Fort Worth. Um, Let me just preview the game. TCU just came off a Cinderella season that saw them make it to the championship. Um, They did get their, the doors blown off, but they made it to the championship nonetheless. Um, they did lose a handful of key players like Max Duggan, Quentin Johnston. Um, they lost Garrett Riley, who's calling the plays. Uh, but still, they had a huge transfer portal class, just like Colorado did. Um, a lot of key transfers. They're going to be contending for the Big 12 title. And, of course, we got Deion Sanders. It's game one of the Deion Sanders era. Um, Deion Sanders. That I mean that itself could be the pitch, but Colorado is they're busting out Shadur Sanders. They have Travis Hunter. They have a ton of new transfers that I mean they could be the difference between Colorado getting five to six wins to seven to eight wins. The transfers, the transfer class that Colorado brought in, which ranks as the number one transfer class, is gonna be massive. And I think a lot of people want to watch Deion Sanders, even if they want to watch him fail. They still want to watch him, they still want to watch what he's doing. And I think TCU, which at the last time I checked was favored by 17 and a half. I think people will want to watch this game and kind of either see what Deion Sanders is up to or maybe just watch the game to hate on Deion Sanders in Colorado. I think Colorado has kind of got a, a target on their back just for being one of the louder programs in the country as of late. And so I think it'll be interesting um, before I uh, continue. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Bus your first listen every day. Make sure to check out our brand new podcast, Locked on College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, you hear from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. It's Locked on College Basketball. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Um, but yeah, I think, honestly, the reason people... Deion Sanders is going to be must-watch TV. Um, Colorado Spring Game is going to be basically sold out, I imagine. Um, it's going to be on ESPN colorado versus tcu i think that there's just a store there's like a miniature rivalry i guess you go from this past season um and i think it'll be a better game than people realize chandler morris is taking over at quarterback colorado was not struggling against him this past year and they have a much better roster than they did this last year and i think i've said it and i'll say it again people want to watch Deion sanders fail um while there's a lot of colorado fans out there and they want to watch their coach succeed i think the buffs being a program that went one and eleven last year, Deion Sanders being a very vocal and outspoken coach, I think people want to watch them fail. I think there's like this new profound excitement around the program and the powers that be on the east and the southeast, they don't like it. Colorado's coming into their states and recruiting well. Colorado's coming into just their national spotlight and they don't like it. And so I think people will watch this game hoping that Colorado loses. Um, but either way. I think game day should end up in Fort Worth. It's going to be a great game. I don't, I personally, if I was a betting man, it's not legal in California. So if I was a betting man, I would take a look at that Colorado to cover at 17 and a half. That's a pretty big line. Um, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Um, take a look at it. Um, But now before we move on to, or we're moving on, excuse me, we have to talk about the newest hiring uh, at Colorado. Um, They lost their defensive tackles coach to the Minnesota Vikings, um, which was a big loss just because he had a lot of ties to the South. He had a lot of ties at LSU. He was a a big recruiter for a handful of guys and attracted a lot of guys to play for him. Um, So they had to replace Patrick Hill. And then they ended up bringing in a second Alabama staffer, Sal Sinceri, who, if you're not familiar was the outside linebackers coach at Alabama? He's a Pennsylvania native, so he kind of branches out and covers that whole. Got he's got the south, got the he's got the south under his belt, he's got that maybe northeast kind of belt or recruiting savvy. Um, he brings a little bit of everything to the table. Um, I just want for one, his impact is going to be massive. I think when you're weak in the trenches. You're not going to win. Colorado was absolutely weak in the trenches this past season. They were pushed around. They were thrown around. That's no secret. They went one and 11. I'm not I'm not spewing anything that you guys don't already know. But they bring in a lot of new transfers. They got Shane Coates from Dartmouth, who I think could be a standout guy. They got Jordan Dominic from Arkansas, who recorded nine. I believe it was nine sacks, nearly nine sacks last year. Um, who else? They got Payne from Fresno State. They're bringing in a lot of new bodies for the defensive line. And what, who better to coach than than someone from Alabama? Because he's going to be the defense line coach. Um, he was the linebacker's coach at Alabama. But either way, he's got experience from the Nick Saban trees, him and Charles Kelly. They're going to bring that intensity. They're going to bring that phys- level of physicality that the Pac-12 and Colorado needs, specifically Colorado. I don't care about the Pac-12, but specifically that Colorado needs. These guys are going to teach them everything they need to know. They're going to mold them into – Absolute monsters on the defense line. Just just think of some of the guys that Alabama's put out across the defensive line as of like Quinnen Williams. Um Quinnen Williams, they got Will Anderson. I don't know why his name was escaping me. He's gonna be a top five pick this next year. Um, but yeah, they're gonna teach these guys and mold them into elite pass rushers, great run stoppers. Because if you can't stop the run and if you can't get to the quarterback in the Pac 12, good luck winning games there's a lot of good running backs and more importantly you got to get to the quarterback in this league the quarter the quarterbacks are i ranked them over at my all cardinal site you got caleb williams you got Nix, michael Penix, um cam rising again uh who else there's there's just so many good quarterbacks dJ young a um, at Oregon State. There's just so many good quarterbacks and you need to get pressure on them. And These new coaches, Sal Sinceri and Charles Kelly, are going to emphasize getting into the backfield. They're going to emphasize physicality and that's something that Colorado's been lacking. Um, we've seen it over the past few years. They haven't been getting to the quarterback. They haven't been as physical as they should be and they'll bring that back. Um, another reason to be excited about Sal Sinceri is his recruiting. Um, these are just some of the the top guys that he brought in. Josh, Josh Sweat, who was a weak side defense. end? Um, if that name does not sound familiar, he's gone on to have a very decent NFL career. Um, he's was a former five-star Jalen Ramsey. This was at Florida state when Sal was at Florida state, he helped recruit Jalen Ramsey. Um, I, if you don't know who that is, I don't know what to tell you. One of the best corners to ever to maybe ever play the game, obviously not as good as coach prime, but he's up there. Um, he was a secondary recruiter on him five-star out of Tennessee. So. And Joshua was out of Virginia, so obviously they're getting over to the east um coast and southeast vibe. Will Anderson, one of the best pass rushers, should have won the Heisman a few years ago or should have at least been a Heisman candidate. Um, five star, very good pass rusher. And I think that'll that's gonna be something that to stand that stands out um in terms of who Colorado gets on the edge. Demarcus Walker, um for- current Tennessee Titan. Uh, he was a, let's see, a four-star, 36 player in the country. Willie Anderson, 17th player in the country. Um, he also recruited Demoy Kennedy, who is currently probably the front runner to be one of Colorado's linebackers this year. So between him and Charles Kelly, who, if you're not familiar with what Charles Kelly has done, um, let's see. Well, let, let me bring it up real quick. Charles Kelly, for starters, he was the main recruiter of Coramonte McLean, who is the the highest rated recruit in Colorado's class. Um, he recruited Caleb Downs, five-star linebacker, or five-star safety, excuse me, to Alabama. Um, he recruited, he was also helped helped out Josh Sweat. Um, he got, excuse me, Levante Taylor, who was a five-star at Florida State. Um, he was ranked as the number seven player in the country. And let me see if there's any other notable names that you guys might know. Qu- Quay Roussard this past year, um, five-star uh, defense a defensive edge rusher uh, that went to Bama. Um, yeah, they just – what you need to know, Travis Rudolph, wide receiver, he could do it all. He could do it on both sides of the ball. Travis Rudolph is a very talented wide receiver in his own right. Um, what you guys need to know about these two Alabama staffers, they have a knack for recruiting any and everywhere. You tell them a state, you say, hey, we want that kid out of Georgia. They'll get him out of Georgia. It doesn't matter. They want that kid out of Virginia, they'll get him. Kid out of Tennessee, sure, whatever. Um, they're getting top 20, top 30, whatever players – Colorado has not historically been a recruiting power Um, with Charles Kelly and Sal Sanceri on the staff. They will be a recruiting power. Um, We've seen them in the mix for Colin Simmons. Uh, We've seen them in the mix for Dylan um, Stewart, the number one player um, in this upcoming class uh, edge rusher. Having these guys on staff makes a huge difference and adding them, to an already loaded staff with Sean Lewis on offense who guys want to play in his offense. He throws the ball around a lot. He plays fast. That's what the modern college football offense is. Deion Sanders, the biggest name in college football right now, uh, a biggest, yeah, I would say the biggest name in college football right now. Um, he might be the most popular coach in college football and that's including Nick Saban, Lincoln Riley. I don't care. Um, Deion Sanders is trending on Twitter pretty much every day. Um, so you got Deion, you got Sean Lewis, you got South Sanceri, Charles Kelly, Colorado is going to be a recruiting problem for a lot of other programs. There's going to be the state of Texas is going to look a lot different with Colorado in the mix state of Louisiana. We've already seen, they already got Jawan Johnson. Um, They've already gotten um, some people out of the South. They're looking into Florida. They're looking into Alabama. They're looking into Georgia. Um, This new staff is just making sure that they have untapped an untapped market. And I think in today's college football, if you really want to succeed, excuse me, if you want to make it to the playoff, which people think Colorado can make it to the playoff, a lot of people think they could do it this year. We'll we'll say next season, two two years from now. If you want to make it to the playoff, you have to have a top recruiting class. TCU is an anomaly. Um, I think they were the only uh, excuse, Yeah, the only program. To make the playoff that didn't have a blue chip ratio of like 50 i think it's 55 percent or higher um don't count me on the, don't don't hold me on that number but they didn't have the blue chip ratio that all these other programs have so what i'm saying is you need to have a blue chip roster and so colorado's kind of working their way there they're the cleaned house of the non louis vuitton guys and they're bringing in a lot of louis guys uh no but they're bringing in high ranked recruits and they're trying to get that blue chip rating or that blue chip status it's not something they're trying to get it's just If you want to win, if you want to succeed at the highest level, you need to have a blue chip ratio that exceeds a certain amount because otherwise you likely just won't compete. So adding these new coaches allows them to not only be in the mix for top rated recruits, like the number one recruit in the country, the number three recruit, Colin Simmons is number three recruit in the country, um, allows them to be in the mix. But it also kind of guarantees that they will have a chance to compete at the highest level, if they could recruit and Deion Sanders has put together put together, maybe one of the most underrated classes in college football. Um, it's a very exciting class or, or it's an exciting class staff. Excuse me. He put together one of the most exciting staffs, maybe most underrated staff in college football. Um, And I think it just is another reason to watch out for Colorado, especially on game day, especially with just national attention. Colorado is going to be in the headlines, and I'm going to be here on Locked On Buffs covering it for you. Um, Before we go, I want to thank you guys again for making Locked On Buffs your first listen every day. For your second listen, check out our brand-new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Experts Isaac Schott and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus, hear from big-name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Locked on college basketball available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. This is locked on bus. I'm Kevin Borba. I want to thank you guys for listening in again. Um, we've seen that subscriber count go up. I want to see it go up some more. Let's get some questions. Um, we'd love to do a, a fan question and answer. John Garcia jr. Has a lot of recruiting insider information. So if you have any questions for him, let me know if you have any questions about the outlook of the team. Let me know. Um, just make sure to share, like, subscribe, whatever. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. This is Locked on Bus. I appreciate you guys for listening. Um, we will see you guys tomorrow.